Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of We Literally Don't Know Anything. Again, I'm your host, Ben, joined here by with Avin. Say hello. And unfortunately, hello. Michael couldn't be here with us, but David is here. David, what's up? Hi, guys. And guys, let me, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, today, do we have a treat for you. We have the distinct honor, the privilege of being graced by the presence of an absolute legend, the man in black, the head honcho. Ladies and gentlemen, I could not think of anyone else who could possibly be more entertaining, more interesting, more awe-inspiring, more tear-inducing than this person. This god amongst men, this walking deity, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the one, the only, Nikhil the Rock Badam! It's a pleasure to be here. Woohoo! Also, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Hi! Alright, let's get right into it. Let's right. get into it. Nikhil, uh, what question do you have for us today? I thought I'd bring in an, an especially relevant question in these times. Mm-hmm. What do we all think about water? Water. Especially uh, I'm pro-water. <laughs> Definitely. Michael, what do you think? Yeah, I like water too. I think it's diminishing in the world, right? It's going to lead to the next wars. The apocalypse. Alia? Yeah, I'm pretty neutral. Water is a good thing. I'm glad to have it. I'm mostly made of it. So, yeah, it's pretty important in my life. You're neutral? Does that mean you're not pro like water. water? I just don't like having political opinions. About water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like anything. Wait. I mean, water is a is a pretty divisive topic. All right, yeah, look, guys. I'm, like, running for office in a couple of years, so I really can't I can't do anything <laughs> too uh, partisan on this show. <laughs> so, uh, like, I'm here. I'm going to have to take the neutral stance on most of the questions we pose. Um, exactly. So please try to keep it as neutral as you can. I'd appreciate that. All right, I right, can right. get behind that. Okay, Alia, cool. do you have a... <laughs> that was the fastest we've ever covered a question. <laughs> Alia, well, do you I'm, have... I'm curious, though. Do you want to wait, dig wait. deeper? Oh, wait, Michael, oh. do you have more? Just how, how do you be neutral in water? Is it like... Yeah, I think it's good. It's pretty good. Everyone should have it, but not everyone, you know? Is that is that neutral or what? What does neutral no. mean? No, neutral just means, like, water is a thing that exists in this world. It, like, the water cycle happens, whether or not I have an opinion on it. So, you know, that's, that's just how I... It's, it's a scientific fact. You can't have an opinion on it. I think right, it's pretty cool. I... Yeah, like, oh, yeah, Nikhil, why, why don't you answer your own question? Yeah, I think if I had to really break it down, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have to describe it as wet and watery. Oh. Yeah. Holy Ow. crap. <laughs> this is why we call him The Rock. That's it. The legend, man. I need a minute to think about that. Can I just okay, take a second? I, I jump in with my questions now? I just wait, actually, give me one sec. I want to compare uh, how great Nikhil is as a guest to our previous guest, Jason Who. Oh, Nikhil, just thank trash. you. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for blessing our show. Yeah, I'm glad I could bring this insightful question to you guys. I think I think we all learned a little something today <laughs> about water. Indeed. Okay, Alia, you're up next. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Um, just to be clear, these aren't actually my questions. I'm just being a voice for um, other members of the class of 2018, the CK class 2018. Okay. So the first one is direct quote. Um, like, do they talk about girls? On our podcast, uh, do, they talk about, do we talk about girls? Like in general? Uh, never. I think girls are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Actually, wait, Michael. Okay. Michael, I think there was one time. There was one time we talked about a girl. No. I mean, Mike. Michael basically is a girl, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Yeah, Dave, Dave and the family is the guy. David, David, I'm I mean, sorry. David goes coyote hunting. I forgot Michael. So. That's true. That's what yeah. I do. Love killing coyote. <laughs> Love gassing him. Okay. <laughs> next question. Um, next question. Wait, wait, oh, these are, so the, wait, these are from the wait, class are these... of 20, 2017? 
Yes, I misspoke. Is our it, graduating. Wait, do they watch our pod? Do they watch our listen to our podcast? <laughs> Are they one of our <laughs> yes. viewers? Um, <laughs> viewers? I, I can, I'll ask the question asker if she wants me to release her name, but for now I'm gonna have to keep that information confidential. Okay, yeah. <laughs> next question is: Why don't boys pee together? What do you mean? Oh, these are questions not specifically about the podcast. <laughs> They're about, like... They're okay. about the male species in a whole. David, David, I really um, want to hear your... I want to hear David's response on this. Yeah, that's why I was really sad David was in David is here! <laughs> yeah. What do I think about guys peeing together? You know, I think it's just... It's just weird to pee together. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think we need to make blood. a distinction. Are they? Are we talking about peeing next to each other at urinals, or are we talking about going to like the bathroom? Going, like, like going game. to the bathroom? Yeah. I mean, like, like okay, up. so let me lay out the situation for you. You're sitting in Dr. Cole's seventh period AP Chem class, right? And you really don't want to be there anymore. So you, like, gesture to a friend, hey, let's go to the bathroom real quick. Get up, go to the bathroom, do your business together, wash your hands together, and then just, like, head out. Have either have any of you ever done something along those lines? In class, no, no. Yes. <laughs> Maybe like <laughs> I like talking, I like gal talk with the guys. Right <laughs> Wait, why why do girls go to the bathroom together? I think that's the real question. Have you read Harry Potter? Yeah. What? Do you know what happens to Hermione Granger when she goes to the bathroom alone? What? what? That right, doesn't happen in real life. Spoilers to a minimum. All right, guys. Spoilers to a minimum here. It's like a defense thing. You just like never know when a troll is gonna come barreling from like the fourth floor dungeon. So. But you could say that yeah. about like anything in Harry Potter. Like, I should, I should stop do you know what happens when like your chocolates get poisoned by someone who's in, who's trying to poison you with like a love potion? Like. Come on, like those aren't, that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Hermione's problem was preventable. If she'd gone in a group, somebody would have seen the troll and like, or they she both would have been. Have had. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. Either way, it's just safer to go in a group. It's also like a social thing. Hmm. Okay. I think, I mean, I think we can all appreciate like some solidarity. I think it's just <laughs> that like the bathroom is just not an instance of that, of that solidarity becoming. Becoming a thing. I, I think it is. Like, don't you want to like Being shit right next on. to some of your bros? Wait, you cut out. Like, if you saw your bro at a urinal and like you just wanted, you had a, would you approach him and like stand next to him, or no, would that just like? Back, no. I'd <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd give him a hand to be honest. <laughs> to know okay wait how is the transition from a ck to college party culture do they comment nerd boys comment engage wait i don't think I, I, uh, I wait a second I don't well think i'll start the- here as a devout christian um <laughs> my name is david rates i think that anyone who has the parties absolutely degenerate so no i don't engage in such degenerate activities. Instead, I like to read my Bible and eat vegan food. Oh. And build <laughs> so there you go. Amen. Now what about you guys though? <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. I used to go like my first trimester, like I went regularly with my friends. But like I don't know, I feel like frat parties are just like drunk guys trying to like clumsily get on top of girls or just get drunk. And I'm not trying to do, like, either. It's not that fun, I guess. Uh, it's different. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Ben, Nikhil? I've got to say, uh, I'm I go to me. school in, in Baltimore. And uh, I think there's maybe, like, a, a two-block radius in which it's safe to travel. And so <laughs> the biggest driving factor here for me is, I mean, do I want to get shot or do I not want to get shot? 
Degenerative heel is actually part of the hair injury amount. <laughs> that was yeah. my next question. Neil, I hear you've been experimenting with a lot of substances recently. Can you tell us a little bit about your out-of-body experiences? No comment. <laughs> well, I'm roommates with David, and um, we don't do anything because he's devout. Except with each other. <laughs> Except with each other. Uh, yeah. Bible <laughs> study I, I do think there are some people that make profound transitions there between high school and college. Like they like, like glow up, as the kids say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Has anyone Nikhil, done you were that? recently considering dyeing your hair, though, or growing it out into a, into a mullet-style type deal. Would you not say that's evidence of a pretty great transformation in your personal life? Wait, don't try to do that. I think even, even greater oh. transformation. I mean, like a, a transformation of how you understand yourself and who you, how you want to represent yourself in the world. Yeah, I mean, I guess like it wasn't a trans like a transformation between high school and college. Like the 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 transition to college wasn't the driving factor. I don't think behind it. I think it was it would have like even if I was still in high school this year, the same any transitions that have happened would have happened. The old Nikhil would have died. Exactly. I mean, his time was up. Okay. Um, and then this one's particularly for Nikhil. Um, I've heard that majority of your friends are of the female gender and that you took a vacation to Tahiti with a group of them recently. I'm not sure if this is liable or not. I'm just reading from what my prompts are. Um, could you speak to whether or not those rumors are true? If you have any plans to travel abroad with a group of ladies and so forth. I guess, I guess it depends on your interpretation. In like, I think that was a pretty clear like question. In the, in the strictly factual sense, I would have to say, no. <laughs> okay. But if we were allowing for like fake statements or like, you know, made up made up statements, then I could I could definitely see it see it be true. Okay. I think that was pretty much all. Oh, uh yeah, sorry. Okay. Was there ever jealousy regarding grades amongst the nerd boys or was it like a general consensus on what the hierarchy of smartness was emoji with the tongue sticking out? I'm sorry, what, wait, wait, what did you, were you referring to us as uh, nerd boys? Yeah. Oh, have I not, sorry, sorry this is the nickname we used for um, I, uh, Michael, all I think of we you got guys it. throughout I mean, high school. Maybe like, not. I'm telling after. you, everyone thought I was the smartest. Like, like <laughs> how did Eric Hongan do? Yeah, I think the only sort of hierarchy we had was... Avin at the peak, and then everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. End of story. I'm the center of attention all the time. Okay, that was that pretty much finishes it up for me. That finishes it up. Then we're going to move on to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> Topic number one that we brought today is, is free will an illusion? Avin posed this one. Um, can you start us off? Well, yeah, I was watching Westworld. They're a bunch of robots. Yeah. They come to, like, you know, like, they start to realize their own consciousness. So it just made me think, you know, are, do we, like, you know, are we in charge of the decisions we're making? All that shit. I don't know. Someone else answer. I'm just going to answer. Are we robots? Is that what, like... No, no, it's free will and illusion. I just wanted to mention Westworld. <laughs> I saw one episode of Westworld. It was pretty weird. All right, next question. <laughs> no, I think, like, I mean, have you guys heard of the... I forgot, like, what the the whole idea is called, but, like, that using, like, physics, if each step of, like, interaction between matter can be predicted, and you just scale that up, that if you had, like, the initial state of 
the universe or the universe at any particular state and you had like a computer that was able to to perform these simulations you could predict exactly what the next or like each time step would be have you guys heard of that <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know how much credence i'd give to that I find it, I find the compatibilist argument a little more compelling, um, which is like the kind, like the combination of free will and fate, and that like everything, every choice is already determined, but you're still deciding what you want to do. So like you have, I guess it's like an illusion of free will, but at the end of the day, like the decision has been made, but you're still making a choice. It's just that like you would have made that choice even if that simulation were to be repeated in like a hundred instances. I can't like understand how they're com those are compatible at all. Like, could, wait, like, can, can you explain what the compatibilist argument is? Yeah, like, it's been a hot sex since I read Descartes, but Michael, can you help me out? Feel fair? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You haven't, you didn't talk about this in class? Okay. Yeah. So, from what I remember, it's basically this idea that you have, like, so if you're, if you're at a crossroads, right, and you mm -hmm. have two options ahead of you, every single time, because of, like, whatever ingrained personality, like simulation or repeat of that instance you would choose the same like the same let's say the left words path towards david rates instead of michael bean who said okay. couldn't be here um but since you do that in every instance it's basically equating that your free will to make that decision is actually like in a way predestined because you would have made that decision every single time regardless okay does that make sense so is it kind of like attributing like free will to the physical interactions that like because the um if you were to repeat the simulation a hundred times just using like physical properties or like like positions and speeds of particles you would also just like get the same result those hundred times so is it like i mean potentially we didn't explore that sort of argument it was mostly just like whatever descartes had said in his meditation he didn't really make a scientific particularly persuasive scientific argument so i can't say what do the rest of y'all think michael i mean david <laughs> david what do you think about free will um i think it's pretty interesting like i think realistically i think the argument from what i've heard that like um, you know, like, if we're all just, if everything's like, if the entire world is determined by physics, right, and even our brain molecules and, like, all our atoms that, like, fire the neurons and whatnot, um, if those are all controlled by the laws of physics, which presumably are, or presume, like, we don't even know if there are, like, you know, because once you get down there, from my understanding, like, there's a lot of things that we just don't understand, there's a lot of, like, wacky quantum stuff going on, but assuming that there are, like, some laws, like, I think it makes sense that you can probably, like, predict what's going to happen next. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, like, what Nikhil was saying, basically. Avin? Wait, if, wait uh, like, if, if you think that, uh, like, that, like, you, like, okay, if you think that free will is predetermined or that there is a way of, pre like, okay, I don't know how to, like, um... If there's a way of determining it before it actually happens. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to, like, coherently, like, talk about this, but I'm just saying, uh, um, would that then reduce the meaning that your decisions then have? Like, yeah. Like, does it matter then, like, what you're doing, anyways? If everything's just bound to fucking happen, the way it is. Does that, like, reduce the meaning in life? Our next question's kind of going to build on this, I think. Does it reduce the meaning of life? Because we're just, like, subject, like, we're yeah, not... Yeah, because we're just subject we're to the physicians. Tasks, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, how do we treat other people's decisions if it's just physics, right? I don't know. I think, like, when I think about it, um, and someone else should jump in after me, but, like, when I think about it, it's like, even if all these laws of stuff, like, dictating how we move, and, like, all these, like, all our molecules, like, determining, like, how our brain functions, like, all that process, that's, that's, that's what we are, right? Like, even if it's predetermined, like, that's just what we are, if that makes any sense. It's like, it might be, like, subject to the laws of nature, but it's still, like, us, right? So, I don't know if, like, we can say that. 
gets rid of the meaning of life. But I think the question is, if that's just who, like, if we haven't chosen who we are and what we're going to do in life, then do we deserve to be punished for the things that we do that we didn't choose if we don't have agency? Well, I think that's a different question. That's right? the that's the next. Oh, question. that's the next one on the list. Yeah. So the next question is: Can anyone really be held accountable for their actions if their experiences in their life have led them to that point? And I guess really we can combine this to say, if sort of the laws of physics are um, have caused these decisions or right, these actions, right? And I think um, I don't. Know. I think for the is free will an illusion, it depends on, well, actually, I don't know. But I think it, uh, one thing that does matter is how your society treats it. Is it right. is, are we saying that everyone has free will or quote-unquote free will? Or are we saying that everyone is just physics, right? Um, and I think, I believe that we'd have to say... I think we'd have to like quote like believe in free will in a society. Otherwise, it's like it's almost lawless, right? So people mm. like would have to be held against would have to be held accountable for their actions, even if it was just these uh, molecular like interactions yeah. causing these decisions. Yeah, it's like it's hard for me to put myself into a mind state where like everything is everything that happens happens because it was bound to happen mm -hmm. like it's it's hard to even like interpret stuff from that that space yeah i mean it also boils down to whether or not you're a consequentialist like are you when when you're developing a system of justice are you looking to prevent like the most amount of physical harm happening in the world like at the death of a child so even if the person a, mur a person who murdered a child was only a murderer because he was or she was born to be a murderer like predestined to be a murderer at the end of the day like the child will still die if you don't or more children will still die if you don't walk up to murderer um but then on the other hand it might be like but it's not the murderer's fault that the murderer is a murderer so therefore they don't deserve to be locked up wait but he's you don't know he's a murderer beforehand right oh sorry to be clear so like he, if he's done it once like and we're saying we would if we approach it from the view that like oh he's going to like it's not his fault that he did it um then like you probably wouldn't lock him up because like he didn't choose to do it it was his previous experiences that led him to do it which seems i don't like that doesn't seem reasonable to me as a person living in this real world i think one i think the most convincing argument i've heard is that like w when we assign responsibility and we make these moral judgments we're not doing so as like a retroactive like pun like we're not trying to like punish the past but, like, we're trying to, like, dictate the future, right? So when we punish, like, a prisoner, when we punish someone that did crime, like, the reason why we're punishing them isn't just to, like, get back at them and be like, ha-ha, like, screw you. It's, like, to be like, okay, if anyone else does this in the future, they're going to get fucked, too. Or, you know, they're going to get hurt, too. And, like, we also want to lock you up so, like, in the future, you won't do it anymore. Right? But it's not just, like... Like, for example, if you had a situation in which someone does a crime, you could lock them up or, like kill him but it's not going to change anything else it's only going to cause him suffering like would you would you still punish him right it's kind of like it's kind of like if you could go back in time this is a question like if you go back in time uh to like 1935 or whatever and you see hitler there right and you can just steal his wallet and it's not going to change anything he's still going to commit the holocaust and everything but you can like just steal his wallet and just make his day worse like it's not going to do anything at all it's just going to make his day worse like, is that something that you would do? It's an open question. I don't know. That's, um, I mean, yes. I, I, I would I would make his day worse. Because he's yeah, cause Hitler. Because he's not, not great. <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. good at all. I mean, they might not create, like, a consequential effect, but I definitely get some sort of, like romanticized notion of justice or like a feeling of justice yeah. from doing it so yeah but if you like analyze it from like a utility perspective right but what from a utility perspective it doesn't do anything so why no, not yeah, do it? It like there's no, no it way to, it makes him sadder it? it makes him sadder but well, it doesn't but do anything like in a life-saving like yeah but it makes yeah but it, it, it's real right it has no other effect besides making someone else's day worse 
if that... why, why would you care about Hitler's day, though? Like, if he... I don't know. Yeah, that seems pretty clear-cut to me. Like, I don't want to... If I could do anything to drag his day down, I probably would. I'm, like, thinking about whether I would or not, and, like... I don't know, maybe I'd be, like, just influenced by what the effect would be at, like, present day. No, there is no effect. Right. The and premise of the like, question is it does absolutely nothing except make his day worse. Yeah, like... I mean, my my initial impulse is that, like, okay, if it's not going to change anything in present day, then I just wouldn't bother. Let's go back to okay. let's go back to the original question, which again was: um, Can people be held accountable for their actions if sort of, if their life experiences or if sort of physics has led them to that point? But, um, Say that again. I mean, I think we already answered that question. Yeah. Did we? This, yeah, I mean, not we as in the what four what? of us, but we as we as in like human, the human justice system over the past however many years humans have been a thing. Yeah, but like we. So you agree then? You agree then, like with what it is, with what it has been. And you think people yeah, can do I just don't know. I don't think there's a... Like, there's no yeah. such thing as a perfect, pres perfectly prescribed system of laws. Yeah. It's just, like, the best thing that we can do to prevent, like, the most amount of harm. What about, even if it isn't... What about a theoretical where we completely understand the physics behind, like, these actions and what, lead, what leads to, like, punishable actions in law? And then no one can be blamed for it, right? Blaming people is like um, over the top or something, right? What's well, like Ben? It's like interesting, right? Because if we ever reach that period in time, which probably will never happen, right? Then, yeah. But like, like say hypothetically, we have right. I mean, everyone knows about it, and just the knowledge that everyone knows what's going to happen next changes what's like. It changes like our brain molecules in a way you know what i mean like if, yeah for example if everyone knows that if i try to commit a murder like i'm gonna get caught like if everyone knows that then like they're not gonna do that in the first place right yeah see what i'm saying yeah um i have another question if we're exhausted of this topic but we can go on wait but i just want to what was our what was our final stance on this then my my stance is that we sh how it is right now is the best way that it can be for us as like a human race. Okay. I think like here's like what I was saying earlier about how like we we punish people not to get back at them but to like influence to prevent other people from doing it in the future just like influence right because if we punish someone for doing a crime. Everyone else's brain molecule is going to change to be like, oh, wow, we saw this guy get punished. So now my brain chemistry is going to react in a way such that, you know, I'm not going to do it in the future. And thus, by, like, punishing, we, like, change how the, the actions of other people rather than trying to, like, influence, like, apply retroactive, like, justice or whatever. Um, and if you take that, like, viewpoint, then I think um, I was talking with, with like, someone from... Um, my college here and he basically said that it was a professor and he said that if he, he could see one change it'd be that our justice system should be more focused on rehabilitation rather than punishment yeah so like for example things like um things like murder like of course like you shouldn't we should like punish them right and prevent it in the future but there are cases like for example alcoholism which are very well documented and even if we like apply very severe punishments like just because, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, for some reason, it's just going to happen. And there's nothing that we can, we can't punish them enough to prevent it from happening in the future. Um, and so, you know, like, we should be more focused instead of, like, on punishment rather than, like, rehabilitation, if that makes sense. To, like, restorative justice over. Yeah, I'm looking for a yes or no answer, Michael. <laughs> Are we still looking at this from, like, the perspective that that, like, 
free will is an illusion and no, no, we're on the, the other one no i think michael's only looking at it as like a consequentialist stance now like we dropped he dropped the idea michael's not okay. here david david was looking at it. i'm so sorry I, I don't know why i keep misspeaking yeah, they're I just good wholesome christian you. brothers so it's it's difficult to tell them apart sometimes yeah. so we're just talking role of the justice system now and like yeah sort of it's like I guess we moved on to what was supposed to be our third topic which was does predestination undercut the ethics of our justice system but what? okay what do you think the purpose of like ethics as a field is <laughs> I don't know that's another topic no, it's heavily related, right? Because yeah. if, if we think that the purpose of ethics is to create the least amount of suffering in the future, or like figure out the way to minimize human suffering, then Michael's model of restorative justice is the way we want to go, right? Yeah. But if we think ethics is like eye for eye, Hammurabi code style, if you take out my left toenail, I take out your mom's left toenail type deal, mm -hmm. then we might adopt a slightly different view because our if that's what ethics is, then we need a justice system that reflects that. And then that's not even like thinking about the whole predestination yeah. thing that like there was another wrench in the argument. Yeah. So what you're saying about it, yeah. it's like creating I think a, it does a social order. Wait, what was that, Alvin? No, sorry, I cut you off. I, I just said like, what if we think about it at, in terms of creating a social order? Um, would that be more along the lines of like a Hammurabi style of justice because like order yeah. itself is kind of, I feel like it could go either way in terms of how it's how it's interpreted wait sorry D can you define order yeah no that's like the that's the main point that I wanted to to bring in like if we're if we're talking about the concept of social order do you think that's more tied to like a, a retribution type of system that was like Hamurabi style, or by social order do you mean like caste system? No, 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 no. No, he means like like, like order mean, as in like, like peace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Thoughts? I don't want to. I already weighed in. Well. I guess order could just be like a set of a set of customs or like or or points that people collectively agree upon and act in accordance with. Yeah, I feel like that just differs how this depending on how the society defines what peacetime is. It's been different throughout time, right? Like different I mean obviously Hammurabi's code thought beast time was a very different thing from what we, if people were going around cutting off each other's thumbs for theft, mm -hmm. like nowadays we wouldn't really consider that piece. But then also I say that with like a very biased 21st century opinion of what it means to live in a peaceful world. If we had Hammurabi with us as a guest, yeah. this conversation would probably be going a little differently. Okay, yeah, I have another it. question. Are you guys, are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched Avengers um, Infinity yeah. War? Yeah. Yes. Is this a, am I going to... Okay. You better not spoil it. You better not spoil it for... Listeners. You're going to spoil it for all of our listeners? Spoiler alert. Oh. Okay. It's only a small spoiler. So... No. Well, yeah. So to give some context, um, there's this evil dude, and he basically thinks the only way to save the world um, from overpopulation, which destroyed his own home planet is to kill half of the pop, like the universe's population, right? So at first I thought this was ridiculous. But like if I had to get rid of like 50% of the people in my life, I would probably choose not to do that. But then I talked about this with my mom and she said like, if you think about it in like the grand scope of like all time, the number of, if the number of lives, if we could calculate the number of lives that killing off half of the population would make less miserable we would probably like create like a net positive of or a net negative of human suffering because even though there'd be a lot of people suffering in that one moment that amount less there'd be like significantly less suffering in the future because of that one violent episode 
Okay, you sound like, um, you sound like Hitler. <laughs> I think Hitler said the same thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with this, but, like, I just think that's an interesting idea. Like, how do we quantify human suffering, and how do we, like, if, if there is a way to make the world a better place that, like, makes it worse, <laughs> that would sound like... It's interesting, too, right? Because <laughs> this guy, like, it didn't, he didn't cause suffering. Like, when they died, they just faded away. It's not like it was painful at all, you know, so... I mean, there's the they didn't, like, they didn't, yeah, Spider-Man, there's other, Spider-Man was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't feel so good, <laughs> yeah, but no, aren't you kind of like, even if you're doing it by chance, aren't you kind of, uh, uh, negating the meaning that their lives have versus those, like, those people who are allowed to survive them, like, why, you know what I mean, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but. Well, I mean, oh, either yeah. way, either way, the the murder is wrong. But yeah, you have to save that. No, but it's not even like the fact that it's murder. Like, even if you're like, why are their lives less important than that of future generations or of the other half? That's the that other has- yeah. So that's like, the, how much are we going to weight future lives sufferings against like the suffering of the present? So like theoretically, if like everyone in the planet do- donated ninety percent of their wealth right now to like. I don't know, future threat planning or like aggregating um, crop production to make future generations' lives better, like that would end up helping more people in the future because there's going to be like billions and trillions more people in the future than there are right now um, that it would end up hurting at the moment. So how much should we weigh like future lives um, against our own lives in an ethical system? I think part of it too is Wait, okay, this is guaranteeing, like, peace, like, forever? Because isn't that impossible? Yeah, like, this is... Isn't that impossible, though? Isn't, well, like, isn't suffering constant? Peace until a further event, which... Like, isn't it going to happen over and over again, then, too? Like, because if we got ourselves in the position in the first place, and say, like, mm-hmm. you the half the population, won't over time, because the population grows again, the problems will come again? Yeah. So then I mean, what's like, the point? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, resource, I mean, resource scarcity, or... No, yeah, like, yeah, what is like, it? if there's resource scarcity now with the population of its size, and we cut it in half, won't that population then grow to the point, or won't those resources still be depleted after a certain point? Like, yeah, yeah, there's, like, a, there's a set amount of time that it would take for, the, like, the reduced population to reach the original size. Yeah. And so, like, if you picked a certain point, you could probably, like, calculate what that mm. difference is. And I'm sure, like, that mathematical like algorithm exists already mm, but no you, how would you how would sorry go ahead no you can you finish i was gonna say you say mathematical algorithm but that implies like some sort of quantification of how much a future life is worth versus like a current life which we still haven't resolved no nikhil means like for like scare like resource consumption like how many people like yeah. how long it would take oh i see i guess like to answer okay. your question uh we just they killed your strap. Okay. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> David, David, what were you saying? Oh, no. Um, uh, I, are you guys familiar with what a discount rate is by any chance? Yeah. Uh, economics. Yeah, yeah I, in economics. I'm Asian. Yeah. My mom collects coupons, so yeah. Or not no, that that's discount. different. Discount rate is, is, yeah, it's different. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm like... In business, in like finance, for example, a discount rate is like how much future money is worth compared to current money. So you can calculate this in a variety of ways, and there's a lot of different like factors that go into it, right? Um, like a good example is like if you had a contract that could pay that every year you'd be guaranteed one dollar in perpetuity. How much would the, how much would you be willing to pay for that contract, right? You wouldn't pay infinite money for it, obviously. But there is some amount you pay, so you calculate that by a discount rate. So it might be like maybe maybe a dollar this, or maybe like a dollar next year is only worth ninety cents a day. Or um, but yeah, I know there's interesting work where people are trying to apply that to ethics as well, which is what you guys are talking about. Um, so like yeah, like maybe like a life. It sounds terrible, but like a life in the future is only worth like half a life right now or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, could be interesting to consider. I'm not sure that. 
Yeah, that's, that feels so gross to, like, quantify human life, but it, it's soon going to become, like, a thing that we have to consider and actually act on. Scary. Um, Avin, what do you what do you think about this? Um, <laughs> <We're so stupid. laughs> um, what are you laughing about, huh? The, the topic, nothing. Go are on. you, are, are you, did you agree with Thanos? Do you think he was right? No, I thought Thanos' idea was stupid, not because of the like, philosophical debate or anything. Just, if he had all those stones, couldn't he just make more resources? <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, like, what, that's what, what, so yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he didn't have to kill anyone. <laughs> Dude, wait. He could have made peace. Oh yeah. my god. Dude, I wish I wish Adam was down there. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the funniest movie. Avid, you could have saved Spider-Man. I could have saved Spider-Man. I could have saved... You could have saved Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Dude. Oh, funny. No, I don't know. I mean, uh... Even if there's, like, even... If you giving up your life will um, benefit society or benefit the lives of multiple people in the future, I just don't see how that necessarily is like fair or good because you're kind of cutting off your own ability to enjoy your life. Even if it's for the greater good, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. This doesn't sound like coherent or anything, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think you should be robbed of enjoying your life or be asked to care or carry that responsibility. I think it's so unfair to ask anybody to do that. Wait, repeat that last statement one more time, Evan. You think it's unfair for some for someone else's life to be your responsibility? No, I, yeah, I think, I, yeah, to a certain degree. Because it's not like I'm the one, like, obviously I am taking away from resources. Obviously I'm doing that. But I, it's not like I'm doing something as worse as another person, I guess, or that I'm the sole reason for it. So I shouldn't be able to give up. I shouldn't have to give up my life for it, I guess. Which sounds kind of, like, stupid, I guess. I I mean, it's just, like, like, I can think of several situations where you probably would be willing to give up your own life if it was more immediate how giving up of your life would alleviate the suffering of another person. Like, the classic, I don't know, maybe child drowning on the pond, but the twist is that in a pond, but the twist is that if you save the child, like, you're going to get eaten by a crocodile. Like, you'd probably still do it if the child was your own to, like, alleviate their suffering. It's just, like, that's because it's more immediate how you'd be helping them than if then you dying, being randomly selected to die to, like, save the rest of the future global population, however much we're valuing their lives. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't actually grow Thanos, but... I mean, this kind of this kind of relates to uh, a point I wanted to bring in at the beginning about like sustainability, and <laughs> and like there that there are a finite there are a finite amount of that. there are a finite amount of resources on the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. Um, the, the measures measures that we take right now. Um, I guess sort of like Nikhil, Nikhil, answer me point blank. Are you a capitalist? Yes. Okay, this is the fire round. That uh how does this work again? Uh you have to answer a question that we give you. We'll give you a set of certain questions. You have to answer it in three words or less. Three words and we're or less. Grade your answers. Avin, Two or three? Three. Uh three. Three words. Okay. Avin, Dave and I will grade them. Um let me and Nikhil. Oh Nikhil, or, or, no, Nikhil or, I don't know. Nikhil, do you want to participate? Sure. Okay. So three words or less, and you only have like five seconds to respond. And if you don't respond, you get zero points. Yeah. Oh, wait, so it's me versus Nikhil. Uh, no, yeah. this, this, I mean, is not, this is a shaming competition. It has nothing to do with uh, time. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I mean. First, okay. first question, ready? <laughs> yeah. Is the meaning of life the same for animals and humans? Answer. Answer. You're running out of time. Yes, I'm vegetarian. No. Yeah, good. Good answer. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Where's the line between art and not art? Non-existent. Line is art. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. The kills the this guy. guy. <laughs> How would you define genius? Nikhil Badam. Oh, wow. More than words. Okay, okay. You're supposed to say Ollie. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what do you think existed before the universe was created? The universe? Kronos. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, Read a book, Alvin. <laughs> I know what Kronos is. I'm not, like, stupid. Like, what? If every neuron in a human was accurately simulated in a computer, would it result in human consciousness? Yes. Question mark. Okay. That's a terrible answer. How I much, didn't understand the question. How much, how much does language affect our thinking? Not very much. Nikhil is amazing at this. Got it. <laughs> He's just giving affirmatives or negatives. <laughs> <laughs> Line is art. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the best answer we've ever had. He's spraying nonsense. <laughs> no, wait, I have one more question to it. Okay. Where do you find meaning in your life? Through experience. Love. <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay. All right, all right, final question. So do I. So do I. This is the second largest city in Illinois. Oh, that's easy. You're Frank kidding, Yalia. If you don't get this, I'm taking you out of your I don't know. What? It's a roll. It's a roll. I don't know is not an answer. That's, that's correct. That is correct. Avid is correct. What is it? Aurora, Illinois. Aurora. Oh, wow. It's funny. Chicago's, Chicago's 2.7 million. Aurora's 200,000. 200,000. Nikhil, what's your answer? I said Springfield. You're supposed to say Aurora. I think yeah, well, yeah. Nikhil, you got the right answer. You said Aurora. Okay. So we're going back through. I'm gonna score them. Um, question number one was: Is the meaning of life the same for animals and humans? Alia said yes. I'm vegetarian. And Nikhil said no. Now. Alia said, yes, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> That's a contraction. Contractions are not allowed. That's four words. Gonna have to take off some points. <laughs> yeah, so no, no. What we do is we only consider the first three words. Yes. So yes, we have yes I am. Alright. No, 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 we had the cards in here. It's a commentary on how if you are, then that is simply enough. Animals are, humans are, and therefore the meaning of their lives are the same. So zero so let's cast it to the vote. David, Ivan, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna give that a zero because if you've ever seen baboons, they throw poop at other people. Zero. <laughs> so do some humans. I, I'm, I'm submitting a zero as well, Ben. Okay, okay. I'm uh I'm gonna give a, a one. I'm gonna give a one out of for the effort. Three. Yeah, I appreciate it. And for oh, for Nikhil, for Nikhil, Avin, what do you want to give for Nikhil? What was Nikhil's again? No. Ten out of ten. Michael, what, I mean what's David. The, what's the max? The max is ten. Yeah, the max is ten. Yeah, ten. Ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give a ten on that. That was amazing. So. So, so right now, the kill's at 30 out of 30, and Ali's at 1 out of 10. Okay. No, 1 out of 30. Oh, yeah, 1 out of 30. Number, question number two was, where is the line between art and not art? Alia said non-existent. And Nikhil said, line is art. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Avin, start us off. Okay, Avin, for, I know, for Alia, I was going to give it 10, that's a great answer, but Nikhil, he just knocked it out of the park, so I got to put it down a notch. Nikhil's answer is not even something I thought of. 
Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten for for Alia. Michael, I mean David. Uh, yeah, I'll say five out of ten for Alia. Ten out of ten for Nikhil. Of course. Okay. Of course. And then I'll give a seven out of ten to Alia. Vote for Alia though for the first one. He voted a zero. Yeah, but shouldn't you vote a 10 because you're vegan? I'm vegetarian. No, 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 no. David Raids. He's vegan, right? No, that, oh, that was not part of the answer. The, the answer was oh. yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Alia a 7 on this, and I'm going to give Nikio an 11. It's a collective statement about human exi- and animal existence. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm Question number existence, three. So I refuse to accept it. How would you define genius? Alia said Nikhil Badam. And Nikhil said... Did I get 10 for that? <laughs> okay, well, I was going to give 10, but then she thought she, thought she was going to get a 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> get a 9 there. Yeah. All right, my lips are zipped for the rest of this. <laughs> so that's two 9 out of 10s. No, no, I'll give her a 10. Oh. Well, she had the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we <laughs> give her a 10 on that one. You know what? Okay. I think it's one good answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give, I'll give a 10 on that. It, it's hard. Nikhil said more than words. Here, the correct, the, correct, the correct answer actually is I am, right? Yes, I am. That's the correct answer for Nikhil. Yeah, Nikhil, so, I you miss that one? It just, it's not my strongest work. Yeah, I'll give Nikhil a five. Five for trying? Yeah. Michael? I mean, I mean David? I'll give him a 10. I give him a 10. 10 still? Just because, wow. like, he, 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 he's the right answer. So yeah, it's he like. He defines what the word means. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So I should have said nothing. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm going to give uh, Nikhil a 9 on that one. He almost got it. Question 4 uh, What do you think existed before the universe was created? Um, Nikhil said the universe, and Alia said Kronos. He was just walking around. <laughs> Not Zeus, Zeus is grandpa. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys want to give Alia for Kronos? I'll give her a zero. She's a condescending. <laughs> <laughs> have you said something <laughs> David? Uh, yeah. Put me down for a one, Ben. One out of ten. Say, did you guys not read Greek myths you know, and children? I'll, I'll give you her. Like the star? I'll give her two. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give a, a gold star for your effort? Um, you don't want your stars. Star. Give me a zero. Uh, and then Nikhil said the universe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what existed before the universe was created? The universe. Um, 10 out of 10. Great answer. <laughs> Nothing 10. existed before her. And her has only been alive for 300 years. David? Uh, the correct answer is God. But universe is pretty close. <laughs> Seven. Seven out of ten. Um, I think the correct answer was actually Nikhil Badam. So he got it wrong. <laughs> well, that's, synony- that, that's synonymous with God. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give that a, a, a six out of ten. Uh, question five. If every neuron in a human was accurately simulated in a computer, would it result Wait. in human consciousness? I didn't. Can you guys explain that one to me? Because I genuinely didn't understand this premise. We had so, like a discussion on our first chat. Yeah, if you watched our other podcast, podcasts, oh, uh, listen to. Okay, I say disqual- disqualify because this question was clearly unfair. Nikhil's an avid listener, but I wasn't tuned in until like Dustin Duglo. So. Okay, Ali, I'm giving you a zero out of ten because you're just. No, I'll give her a ten. Out of why are you why questioning my? Why are you questioning my podcast? Alvin, you're giving it 10 out of 10? No, I don't know what she said. I, I don't want to like, I don't, I don't really, like, she's, fire, you know? Her answer was question mark. It's in the spirit like, of something. What? Uh, question mark. You know what, yeah, I didn't get that question when I first heard it. I'll give her a 10 out of 10. When I very first heard it. You know, this podcast is, we literally don't know anything. And so it's really exactly. just more, it's a non yeah. podcast. It was pertinent commentary. No, I'll give her a 9. That was, I, no, no, you can't change it. He how said did I 10. Miss that? I was going to change mine to a 10, but you said I can't change it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 David, what, David, what'd you get? 
what do you, what do you give him for a question? Um, I was gonna give her, I was gonna give her a ten, but then <laughs> Ivan wanted to change to nine, but she didn't let him, so I'll do it for him. So I'll give her a nine. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I got you, pal. And uh, Nikhil said yes. Ten. Ten. That was perfect. I'll take. <laughs> Um, these questions are, are really easy, you know? Just yes or no. Like, really easy. Like, you know, check the answers, you know? Ivan, are you giving that a 10 to? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, for which one? For, uh, yes. For oh, yeah. Human consciousness. Okay, I'm going to give that a 10 as well. Uh, six. Wow. How much does language affect our thinking? Uh... I don't know who said what. I think I Alia said I'm... not very much. I said and... that. Oh, Nikhil, Nikhil. Nikhil said not very much, and Alia said a lot. I'm giving Nikhil a five because I don't agree with that, and I'll give. Alia I said a lot, a comma semiotics. Oh, I'm sorry, comma. I'll give her a nine. Sem sem uh, semiotics. Uh, intellectual. S e m i o t i c. All right, it's not how the regular American speaks down in Nebraska. Oh, the oil. You can find <laughs> it in Merriam-Webster if you open a freaking dictionary of it. No, Whoa. I know what it means. I'm talking about the average American. You think they know it? No, no average American. Average, I don't understand why you're being so derogatory towards the average American. Because uh, I hate America. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not derogatory. Yeah. I mean, the, I think there's a reasonable expectation to assume that if the average American has a certain level of education that they won't yeah. yeah. know certain words. Okay, fair enough. But I don't yeah, think that, that should be counted against me. Because if we weren't no. asked to answer based off of what the average American would expect me to say. Oh, yeah. Who said that? No one said that. <laughs> so I shouldn't be discounted oh, for, yeah. like... Yeah. This should be failed. I'll, I'll give you a 10. I'll give you a 10. I got it. I got it. Uh, you can't change your answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you're right. Crap. Wait, wait, what'd you give? <laughs> you said that. <laughs> wait, what, wait, Avin, what'd you give her? Oh, a ten. Ten. Because she wouldn't let me be insulting to other Americans. David. I don't get why, and I, I can't. Uh, six. Six. Michael, do you know what semiotics is? I I don't know what semiotics semiotics is. What is it? Okay. Explain. <laughs> It's basically like a similar to like, linguistics. It's like signs and shit, right? Yeah, exactly. With yeah. that, which is related because it shows how much like naturally human like humans' expression is related to symbolization. Wow. Okay, I'll give that a ten. Thanks, Ben. And then Nikhil said not very much. Ivan, you already gave him a five. Uh, David. Uh, five. Five. Is this enough to break the even? Uh, I'm I'm also gonna give him a five. His answers. I'm sorry. Well, you got a you got a one out of thirty, right? On the first one. Like <laughs> Ali, you're not even close. <laughs> Wait, can I? What was the first question? Can I give a different answer? No, you cannot change anything on this. Everything is set in stone. I, I, I would I would agree if, if we both give different answers. What? Okay, yeah, I'm I'm done. Can you give like a tiebreaker round? Avin and I make the rules, okay? Well, no, we have one more question left. No, we have two more. We have two more. Avin yeah, asked. Avin, you asked, what gives you meaning in your life? Was that it? Yeah. And um, Nikhil said, or what was it? Nikhil said through experience, and Alia said love. Uh, I agree with Alia, so I'll give that an ten. Ten. It feels wrong giving her more points than Nikhil though. You could give Nikhil 11. There's always an 11. Oh. No, yeah. oh, I'll give Nikhil a 9. 9? Yeah. David? Uh, for which one? Uh, for, uh, I've been asked what oh, defines me oh, yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and what did Nikhil answer? Nikhil answered through experience. Or maybe it's how do you find meaning uh, in your life. And, uh, that's a that's an eight right there. Good answer. Alia said, "Love." Come on, Michael. You're in a recently entered a new relationship. Hey, 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 hey. Let's keep it. Uh, maybe hey, hey. The, um, the I'll give that one. A, On the next episode, two. we literally don't know anything we're talking about. Michael's new relationship. So uh, yeah. Tune in. <laughs>
Uh, Michael's Michael's new relationship like with that. God. <laughs> what are you giving, Michael? I mean, David. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at uh, that. A two? Six. A six? A six. What? Come on. Don't be so heartless. Jesus a five. Listening. Oh. <laughs> Jesus is crying on the cross. <laughs> I'm gonna give love. Uh, I'm gonna give love a nine out of ten, and uh, through experience, I'm gonna give uh, nine out of ten as well. And then the last question was, uh, what is the second largest city in Illinois? Oh, Alia oh, answered, "I don't know." I'm gonna give her negative <laughs> negative six on that. Negative Do you six even out yeah. <laughs> and Nikhil answered Aurora. Yeah, Nikhil answered Aurora, which is <laughs> perfectly surprising, yeah. actually. That's 10 out of 10 from all of us, right? For Aurora. Yeah. And what, what are you guys giving for Alia? I gave her a negative 6 already. I mean, that's I'll just wrong. Her, I'll give her as many negative points as at least her getting zero. I think, actually, <laughs> she, she, her answer was, I don't know. And I don't think that's even yeah. a city in Illinois. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's a city anywhere. Yeah. Guys, what's the title of your of your podcast? And admitting what you excuse don't know me, excuse me, it's oh, you know I what? literally I don't know. Five points for that. Yeah, I, I literally I didn't know, and I wasn't about to make up stuff to you. I, just, I wanted to be intellectually honest. Intellectual honesty. Nerd. Wow. Nerd. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, zero for me. Zero and Avin's giving negative points. No, 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 I'll David. Give her five. five. Yeah, because you know what? She embodied the, um, you know, okay. our mission statement. Wait, it's uh, it's gonna take me a while to add everything up. The spirit of the podcast. Uh, can one of you guys filibuster while I do the math? Filibuster. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, green eggs and ham. No, uh, that's what uh, that's what Rand Paul did. Uh, filibuster. Um. So what do you guys think about water? Water, water burns <laughs> shit though. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think that um, uh, water shortages will uh, be a problem in the next twenty to thirty years amongst developing countries? It's already a problem, in, like at least two. Like a more massive problem that's on the, like I'll say on the, uh, you know, the public's mind perception. You know, like I don't think the, uh, I don't think it's at the forefront of those you know, worries. Do you think that will be? Do you think it will be? Maybe as time, like in the next twenty years. I think it's gonna be sooner than that. Well, reaching a state of being a problem, I think it's gonna no, be. Well, no, it's not about being a problem. I think it's about because it's always it's obviously a problem and always will be. I'm just saying that the amount that may, people maybe care about or the. I mean, I think a lot of people care about it, especially after Flint, right? And like Cape Town's running out of water in what, like a month. Like, they're already uh, using bottled water, and it's, I, I read it on, like, CNN and the New York Times. People are paying attention to it, and I don't know. But I don't know. It's not, okay. I don't mean it like that. Like, obviously, it is wrong. People are paying attention to it. I just mean that, is that, like, the forefront of most people's minds, you know? Like, I think global warming or something like that. Or not, I sound like Michael Scott right now. Like, um, uh, like, I don't know. Like, like, is it paid enough intention? Yeah. what you're asking. Yeah. Mm. I don't think the average American uh, knows much about something like that, or they uh, care significantly about something like that, or the, the, the average person that, in most particular countries that aren't affected. Well, two questions. One, what's adequate threshold for caring, and two, what's like net impact of caring? Like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of times when I hear people talk about issues, and I'm guilty of this myself, like, I'll say, wow, that really sucks. A lot of people died today in that shooting. But, like, beyond that, my impact on, like, knowing the issue didn't really change it unless you act on it. So I think that's almost like a step It's like a related question, but it takes it a step further. Like, how much would things change even if, like, 90% of the American public were to know that Cape Town was think going to run out of water? I think they were more directly affected by it. But, like, I think the majority of the American population, or if they saw it in either, out, like, if, if they saw it present directly in some form or way of their lives, I think that would lead to more change, I guess. I don't know. Like, we think about the things that have happened in this country right in front of us that haven't, like, affected a lot of, like, Donald Trump being elected, like... I don't know, things like the wage gap are pretty clear, but it isn't Okay, so I got, I did the math. We, uh, the results are in. 
Can someone give me a drum roll? Who should who should who do we want to reveal first? Nikhil. Nikhil. Nikhil did uh, very well. <laughs> yeah. He received two hundred nine out of two hundred forty possible points. Oh, that's terrible. Is that a, is that top <laughs> score? Uh, it's top score, right? I think that's the best score we've had so far. It is an eighty-seven percent. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's terrible. Which is low, low for Nikhil's standards. Um, Let's see you, Chicago. You know what? I mean, I mean, we could just break break the rules. I'm gonna give Nikhil a. Let's see, what does he need here? I'm gonna give him a forty-one out of ten on the final question. (laughs) Nikhil, (laughs) Nikhil got a. uh, 240 out of 240. That's 100% right what there, baby. Wait. Holy! Are you kidding me, Nikhil? Nikhil, I don't know how you did that. I mean, what can you I say? You set a crazy. record. <laughs> this is the first time on our show. Truly yes, blessed. A perfect score. <laughs> and Alia got wow. 124 out of 240. Oh, wow. That's a 51.6. That's what I got What's the percentage? I mean... I think that might be better than Jason. But that's not setting <laughs> the bar. No, Jason got a zero, though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ollie, well, it's okay, you're average, you know? You blend them. That's what I you mean, should always carry with you the rest of your life. I didn't need you guys to tell me that, but uh, yeah. I appreciate it. I was an honor to be on the show. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Great to catch up with you guys. You said you only watched one of our episodes. Yeah. Come again. You said you only watched one of our episodes. Yeah, it was a good episode. So you said, but so you haven't been watching us for a while. You've just watched one. I mean, I, I was awake. If <laughs> <laughs> you want to subtract points from your score, yeah, you know what. <laughs> she was just watching that one episode over and over again. Yeah, you multiple know, times. The reason it got 116 views is because I hit the repeat button 115 times. You listen to it every day. Mm-hmm. It was a really good I, episode. It's the soundtrack to like my life. Oh wow. Okay. I guess I think uh, I can. I can wholeheartedly say that I literally don't know anything. Oh wow! Wow! How powerful! Nikhil, perfect wow. guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, thank you. Uh, to the to our listeners, this is our longest episode. If you made it through, thank you. Um, Jeez, it's long as hell. Yeah, you can send us your questions at we literally don't know anything at gmail.com. We still haven't gotten any more questions. <laughs> um, I check every day. <laughs> um, I guess uh, this has been We Literally Don't Know Anything, uh, and uh, goodbye. Bye.